0: Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris.
1: That's Shan.
0: Welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show.
1: Woo. And today, we are discussing Jessica Jung's debut novel, Shine. Shine, shine.
0: It has been 13 years since Jessica Jung has debuted in the industry. She debuted with a group called Girls' Generation, a nine-member group from Korea with the company SM Entertainment. This book release has come out at an interesting time because it is the anniversary of her departure from Girls' Generation. Uh, She actually left the group in September of 2014, so it's been quite a while, quite a while since we've heard anything this personal from her. She's released some songs here and there, uh, but this is probably the most in-depth we've ever gotten with the K-pop star. Uh, Mm. The reason she was kicked out or left the group is to focus on her solo endeavors, um, that being her fashion line, Blanc and Eclair. Allegedly, there were some issues with her being more focused on the brand than on the brand of SNSD. So Mm. they let her go, or she left, but everyone has parted ways. Um, The audience for this book is her golden stars, her fans, and also the young A audience. Luckily for her, she was able to sign a two-book deal with Simon & Schuster, and also a Netflix project is in the works for this, so it should be really interesting um, to see what happens next. But for now, Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about the first part, Shine. Shine. Shine.
1: Well, so what were your expectations when you heard she was releasing a book?
0: Um, honestly, I was happy for her. Um it caused some controversy because a lot of sons, uh, so excuse me, are very, very protective of the girls, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. You have such an emotional stake uh, in that group. Mm-hmm. but at the same time she was part of the group. no matter what anyone says, she yeah. was there, you know um, so I'm glad that she was able to have some type of catharsis like this, even if it is not so um, even though, even though it's not an autobiographical work, but I'm happy that she was able right. to do this.
1: Yeah, I I love Girls' Generation. They were, you know, they were one of the first pop group, or K-pop groups that I that I knew about. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I was excited. I love K-pop. I love girl groups. I love drama. So I was like, all three of those things in a book. Sounds right. fun. So I, I was excited to to read it. Right.
0: Um, was she yeah, your I fave? Mean, I,
1: She was not my fave. She was not my fave. Um but yeah, you know, I know I'm not the target audience for this book. Um you know I just wanted to get some entertainment out of it. So
0: true, same. So
1: yeah, let's 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 talk about it. So there will be spoilers in this, just oh, FYI yeah. So if you haven't right. read this, we're gonna talk about the entire plot and everything you thought about it.
0: Exactly. This is a um, TLDR, really, honestly. This is a TLDR, yes. so you're welcome. You're welcome.
1: Okay, so The protagonist in the book, her name is Rachel. She has been training at DB Entertainment for six years, hoping to debut. She is originally from New York, and she doesn't really get along with the other trainees. There's a lot of rivalry. Her mom doesn't seem that supportive of her choice to um, train uh, to be a K-pop star and not focus on college. Yeah, um... What do you think of Rachel and, and kind of her, her start in this book?
0: Rachel is all parts Jessica in mm-hmm. the good and the bad ways. Um, mm-hmm. Jessica, when she, like, when I was into Girls' Generation very, like, uh, I was strongly into them um, yeah. when they were out. I liked Jessica the most. I liked the American line anyway. I liked Tiffany and Jessica, but I just like Jessica yeah. because she seemed mysterious. But it seems that that her characteristics of being the quote-unquote ice princess does not Mm -hmm. translate very well into a book. Um, (laughs) I think I remember taking notes, and by chapter two, I recall saying, Rachel is a stick in the mud. She is so Uh remarkably mediocre. Yes. Yeah, I just—
1: You can't get more basic than Rachel, I think. Um, no real interests, yeah. just kind of your everyday girl. Um, yeah. yeah, the the development isn't fully there. I, having read the book, it, it, you know, now yes. I, I still don't fully know who she is.
0: Right, um, right, right.
1: I think there was a some they people wanted they kind of wanted to make her seem like the underdog in ways because right. the other trainees didn't like her like she does get a lot of obstacles thrown her way that the other trainees don't have to deal with right. um but then she's also like going to this super bougie high school right. and then like she like I don't know there's just like all these little things that just she's not the most likable person yeah. Yeah. um from the beginning which is kind of interesting from the
0: beginning from the jump like
1: yeah, from the jump.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I think that's what the 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 biggest flaw with this character is, is that she is being portrayed as an underdog but has such great privilege.
1: Mm-hmm. She
0: has no flaws as well. Nothing is wrong. Yes. Nothing yeah. is wrong, except that she cares too much about what she wants.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, so a big part of, of the plot is kind of her rivalry with these trainees. And yeah. obviously that is, that's a larger theme but what did you think of it oh just gosh. in the plot like what do you think of how what did you think of kind of everything that happens to her
0: can i tell you her character trait is what happens to her 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 being a victim <laughs> her being a victim is a character oh. trait of hers
1: interesting mm-hmm. i mean
0: the adversity she faces is typical of someone pursuing the kind of career that she wants but also she puts herself in situations where I I, I really do question her logic often, especially when, um, she's faced with issues with Mina, uh, Mina Chu, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. main part, uh, main antagonist of the, the the novel. Uh, she's apparently yeah. chaebol, which is like you know like a an heiress of some type of Samsung adjacent company. Uh, everything uh, was renamed very very cleverly in this book but you know this girl was constantly trying to sabotage rachel just big regina george energy yes it seems like the only person that she was afraid of was the big bad dad you know yes oh man rachel did not make the best decisions when it came to mina gave her chance after chance after chance
1: Mm. Yeah, one of the, so one of the first things that happens in one of the first couple chapters is uh, Rachel goes to the trainee house thinking that they're having a training session, yeah. and she's invited by Mina. But in actuality, it's a party, and Mina actually ends up drugging Rachel um, so that she oversleeps and, and misses a very important um, ceremony that happens at DB yeah. Entertainment the next day. I thought this storyline was kind of ridiculous, to be honest, because I don't know. I I I don't know. It's just I'm not convinced by any of this. Me either. What did you think of that plot point?
0: That bothers me. If someone's going to try to medically induce a stupor onto me, I'm not talking to this person. I'm it's on site. On site. I'm sorry. It's just for me, Rachel was way too gullible. Someone literally drugged you. You know this happens. You yeah. continue to associate with this person. I mean, like I said, it's all out of necessity. Like, instead of just be- developing a backbone, she just did it because she had to. She does everything out of obligation.
1: Mm. Well, on luckily for her, though, on the way before she got drugged, she did run into Jason Lee, a super popular K-pop star yeah. from The New Boys. Um, another a big boy group from from db entertainment he um you know there's some chemistry there and he walks her to the house
0: (laughs) i was gonna say listen listen chemistry Mm -hmm. honestly it was so tropey that chemistry yeah excuse me it was very tropey it was just like cocky arrogant guy meets the, the subtle young pleasant lady and yep. the thing that got me was that he smelled like maple and mint. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that was repeated like deaf, like at least five times, I think. Oh maple my and mint.
0: god! I can look. Let me look it up. Shoot, I'll, I'll can Yeah. can we look it up.
1: Yeah, that's not the. That's not really the smell I, I uh, would want. You're
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. You, he he says it literally four to five times. <laughs> maple and mint, minty maple scent. Oh maple my god warm cloud of maple and mint i just think pancakes and toothpaste get the heck out of here with that maple and mint
1: all right before we get too into jason just to finish this kind of whole rivalry thing like yes these other girls don't like her partly because she's american partly because she seems to get some favoritism from the uh trainers at at this entertainment company and while that i feel like that does happen i'm sure in real life um it just because she kind of went so stereotypical mean girls with it it was just very hard to root for her against these people mm-hmm. i think yeah for sure um yeah uh, the yeah um the other part the other side to rachel also mm-hmm. that i mentioned was that her family isn't the most supportive of her dream to be a k pop star
0: right right
1: um yeah what did you think of that as as kind of a big plot point
0: mm. I think it added a little bit more um, realistic tension, you know, because yeah. with Mina, it, the rivalry started because a bad first impression of Rachel not bowing to her, but then it turned into jealousy of her being spoiled, but she actually is an heiress of a company. It, it was, it was unnatural. at least with yeah. the family, it's understandable. We have to uproot our lives in order to serve your dream and you're still not debuting yet where where is the result of all your yes. hard work? Where is the result of our sacrifice? So I can understand how her mother was very very um dis- not disappointed, but just she wanted her she wanted better for her daughter, you know, so her mm-hmm. expectations were very high uh the father was supportive, but again, even with the subplot of him studying law uh-huh but then the mother not finding out but being upset that he was that st- that was weird too. And then the- I thought that
1: whole storyline was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I don't, I didn't understand that at all.
0: And then the sister. Right. Oh my god, the sister. <laughs> that girl.
1: Useless sister. She's a
0: water chestnut, that one. Oh,
1: she like, like <laughs> excuse me, I like water chestnuts. Me but too. Anyway. But they
0: take the flavor of everyone else around them. No personality. Maybe a little crunch here and there. Like, oh.
1: Yeah. I would like to think that Crystal yeah. is more interesting than Leah. Like, I hope that Crystal is more interesting, at least. Leah, how oh good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Rachel isn't the most multi-dimensional character <laughs> I've I've ever met from one of these novels. Um.
0: But neither uh... are any of the other characters.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Jessica, I'm not just saying it just because, but even as you read it, there is no proper introduction into what they're interested in. Like randomly, she brings up that Leah likes the rock. <laughs> Okay, yes. what does it have to do with yeah. anything? There's nothing Yeah, left.
1: everything just feel everything just felt a little underdeveloped for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. yeah. So, okay, so moving on with the plot. So, back to Jason Lee. Eventually, Rachel um after some maneuvering on her end and manipulating on her end, yeah. she manages to be able to feature on a song with Jason Lee. Right. And 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 actually get to pre-debut
0: yes you know um
1: and actually be out in public and go out and release and promote the song with this huge pop star jason lee but also with mina Mm. the big rival Mm. um yeah so what did you think of this whole plot line
0: uh if it? usually how things work with k-pop right they try to kind of sneak someone in there in a music video or sneak someone in yeah so that one seemed natural um Mm -hmm. i don't like how the situation came about the whole our voices they they met so they match up so (laughs) sorry i can't even say it yeah it
1: It was like we were meant to sing together together. yes Yes.
0: and even when they were like going through their Mm -hmm. their turmoil I know what you were thinking that our voices sounded really good together like it was just like that can't be the yeah, only I, thing that pulls you two together.
1: Yeah. You know. Um I mean they already had chemistry when they met before that right. house, you know. Um I thought so basically just to just to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So during her audition to do this, she's sick because she was drugged the night before and she ends up throwing up all over Jason's uh brand new nike shoes or whatever um but she still manages to debut with the with the song um despite mina kind of already getting the opportunity
0: right before that because she plotted Um,
1: yes so so yeah i don't know rachel kind of i mean what this does show is that in the music industry which is very true you need connections, and you need to go above and beyond to get what you want. You do what you need to do to get noticed in this mm-hmm. industry. So I, I thought that whole plot line did make sense. It was good to see her become more aggressive and, and go for what she wants. Right,
0: like, right. But it also, yeah. for me, it made her kind of come across as almost, not duplicitous, because she was kind of um, grappling with the idea of using Jason for for clout, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But -hmm. she was still doing it, but she was wondering, should I not do it? And she would do this constantly in the story. And it's it's a shame, but it's a result of what she's been through almost. She's had to, she's played it nice and now she has to change up her style. And this Mm -hmm. is the result of it. She was getting results. So I can understand why she kept this kind of charade up for so long with him. Right. uh, Until she didn't have to.
1: Well, I think the whole kind of courtship, I don't know. Okay. So I think that she didn't, they didn't do a great job of establishing Jason as a likable person either. I think, I think his whole introduction, like you said, this just cocky, you know, this cocky guy who knows he's super good looking, who knows he's super popular and knows he can pretty much get whatever he wants Mm -hmm. from anybody the company, public, anyone. And he never really that image never really changes. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's nothing about him that makes me want to support a relationship with him other than the fact that he's supposedly, like, the super hot, like, K-pop star. So it's, like, cool to, like, be in a relationship with him. You know, (laughs) like, it's, like, you know, because, like, all these other girls are, like, dreaming they were with him. So, like, you are the one that he wants and, like, sure. But, like, I was a little confused about how old he was as well because (laughs) she cuz she's still a te- she's still in high school.
0: Right. Right. Um, but he's
1: supposedly already this huge pop star. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so is he like an adult like mid 20s guy ah, like
0: drinking age, getting with this yeah, age. like getting
1: with this like young girl. I don't know, like I just his whole You're his right, whole yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not into Jason Lee and we have and later on what ends up happening is we find out that he was using her. Mhm. Because he wanted to go solo from the new boys. Right. And this single with Mina and Rachel was an opportunity from the company for him to start branching out to see yes. if it would work. Mm-hmm. And so he, he ended up making sure that he was going out with both Rachel and Mina so that the paparazzi could take pictures yes. and there'd be more publicity. Um, So, yeah, so he ended up being kind of a dick anyway.
0: Yep, a turd. And I literally wrote in the first or the second chapter when they met, I said, Mm -hmm. he's going to use her. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I put something about the way he's talking, the way he's speaking to Mm -hmm. her. I'm not fond of it at all. And then what really got me was when they were getting ready to kiss for the first time. And he says, Mm -hmm. what are you so afraid of? career
1: losing her, her entire career yeah yeah. He was so- we'll, we'll get into the all the sexism stuff in, in a minute literally the only other plot point in this whole book oh, right. happens in the last two chapters happens in the last two chapters um when this so this song with jason was super successful so then now yeah. rachel and mina both get the opportunity to debut in a nine-person girl group called Yay. girls forever clever they then skip forward an entire year of after she finds out they're in this girl group, and we get kind of the backstage moment before their debut performance as a girl yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of that coming in right at the end?
0: It's going to set up for a sequel, and because that happened, yeah. the story came across as choppy. So mm-hmm. the whole year gap and the whole just magically we're here, we're getting ready to yeah, debut. Yeah. Now
1: I'm in a girl group. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just like, oh, second book is coming. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah. honestly, to be honest, I feel slightly cheated Um, yeah. just because the first chapter makes her sound like she's in a girl group already, but then we find out it's just yeah. like a training session. And yeah. then in the very end, she finally gets in this girl group with a bunch of girls that she didn't get along with. We miss all the training in between when surely she's bonded with at least one of those one girls. Person. Like, really? Yes, there's there's no tension. way that there's that much tension still after you know, because when they're training together, it's going to be every day, you know, like surely she's going to have to leave school by then if you're going to debut, right? right? Like, you're going to have to homeschool, like, you're going to be with these girls, you have to gain the chemistry. And mm-hmm. the yeah. backstage moment, it's like nothing's changed. Like, right. all these girls are still, you know, and so I, I hate that we missed that whole year. I don't believe for a second that someone, wouldn't come in and try to improve the dynamic between these nine girls that are about to be a girl group for seven plus years or whatever and then she's just like and there's just no I mean I get that it's not the reality but you'd like to think that there is some some teamwork going on because but then all she says in the end is literally I step to my center position as the lead singer of this girl group yes I'm going to shine. Yeah. It's my time. And, and it, it's like, okay, like you're in a girl group. That was perfect.
0: That, <laughs> no, no, you're serious. That was the absolute, absolutely perfect. The way she ended it is the way people perceive Rachel to be selfish and self-centered. Yes. Yes. And now that she literally is center, it's, oh man, you're so right. She could have even made like a quick one paragraph, you know, me and Mina are still not getting along. La, 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 la. She did this. I ignore her. Yeah. But there is one person. There is this one person that I yeah. care about
1: i I hope that I would hope that Jessica you know i obviously she's not in girl generation now, but mm-hmm. like I hope that she doesn't paint I hope the next book isn't her painting this whole thing as in she's alone. I know this isn't autobiographical, no but like, no, I know I what really you mean hope yes. Yeah. There's some semblance of teamwork, you know. Yeah. Um, None of the
0: sob story of I'm alone. I do everything alone. Now you're not alone. Are you choosing this?
1: Right. And then the whole like, I'm the lead singer. I'm talent. You know, I'm the yeah. most talented. Or, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, that's not the attitude I w- want to support exactly so, yeah um so really those are the only plot points like everything else around everything else that happens in this book is fluff that kind of just happens yeah. a couple sentences just yeah. to remind you that there are other people in the world yeah and then it kind of just goes away so yeah. some of the so yeah we've pretty much mentioned everyone already the only person we haven't really mentioned is is G- Tong gina mm, we gotta talk about her for sure So let's talk about just the central themes that that kind of occur in the book. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, so so one of the main ones that is brought up is sexism in the music industry. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that happens to her is um, she... So while she's um, promoting the song with Jason and Mina, her and Mina get weighed. Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of... um, Mean comments that are said by the trainers, so what did you think of all the sexism that was portrayed in this book?
0: It was tough it wasn't it, it wasn't even just the the weigh in that bothered me um mm-hmm. it was the the subtle mention of Jason coming in late to a rehearsal with for the subunit um mm-hmm. with fast food while the girls are stressing about eating like one pound over from a week prior is enough to get reported and enough to have your yeah. your career threatened. Like mm-hmm. it blows my mind that um this happens, but it it's it's a fact. I mean, um it's commonplace in K pop. It really is. And um I don't know what it will take for it to change because if a trainee says, Well, I don't have to lose weight, there's gonna be another trainee right there to take that girl's spot, take that guy's spot. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, do you comply? or do you rebel and most of them comply because of course they want it to debut of course they want to make it yeah. yeah you know so
1: yeah i'm actually i'm really glad that jessica put so much um about that in mm-hmm. there yeah. cuz i i've definitely listened to interviews like i know amber has talked a lot about um right. amber from fx i know she's talked a lot about her experience um with this yes um but yeah it, it's it's kind of interesting because um definitely, women are put through way more judgment than yeah. men are yes. um the men- i mean i think you rarely hear about men having to watch what they eat and stuff. Like mm-hmm. if they do, it's by their own choice. Cause they've decided they want to take their shirt off at the next tour. Or something.
0: That's hilarious. No, you're right. You're right. But Actually, then otherwise yes. they're
1: just like eating whatever, like, right. you know, yeah. and then there was a the mention of, you know, forced plastic surgery, mm-hmm. some trainees being kicked off because they wouldn't do plastic surgery or like there was botched plastic surgery. Yes. Um, yes and so yeah it was quite disturbing to read I'm, I'm yeah i'm really glad that it was in there um mm-hmm. and hopefully it opens some people's eyes about it that didn't know as much about it before For
0: sure you know and it's also not just with the industry with the general public um and one of the chapters uh when they go to when they being jason and rachel go to latte world on the mm-hmm. date they run into these mm-hmm. two girls who While watching the video, unbeknownst to them, you know, the couple is watching with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They say that Mina and Rachel are slutty. But praise Daniel for being so sexy and so handsome. And they compare. Yeah, Jason. Call
1: him Daniel. What? (laughs) It's fine. Keep going. (laughs) Who's Daniel? Exactly. (laughs) Who's Daniel? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Anyway,
0: so you have these two girls calling um, Rachel and um, Mina, Mina slutty and, yeah.
1: and they're too Chase ugly. Jason's a hot him. one? Yeah, they're yeah. too ugly. And mm-hmm. they and
0: they compare Mina's leg to Daikon Radishes.
1: Yes. I, mm-hmm.
0: That blew my mind because I'm thinking to myself, Oh, I mean, getting critiqued like that, not even critique, but getting insulted or having haters in the comments are normal. But it's just why go to that extreme? it should have brought a little bit more attention between Jason and Rachel, but instead it was so confusing. Like Rachel's upset about it, but Jason is like, I don't see the problem.
1: Yeah, I, I think I understand that they wanted an opportunity for Rachel to ex- to more explicitly explain kind of to someone like all the stuff she's going through. Yeah. I did not like that they had Jason just be super, super dumb and not yeah. notice that yeah. Uh, yeah that she was being treated differently. I thought, I did not like that that was the method they used. He's
0: mildly um, gaslighting. He was like, what are you talking about? There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. There's nothing there's something yeah. wrong with the- what? Oh dude, so lame, so lame.
1: The other side of the sexism was with Kang Gina, who we mm-hmm. were mentioning. She basically warns... So Rachel sees her um, with a man, and she and, and Kang Gina, she warns Rachel that having a boyfriend is not only an inconvenience, but it's actually a danger to her career. Yes. Um, and this is part of the worry that she expresses to Jason. Um, but Jason is like, don't worry. Like, they're just saying that, like, no- nothing bad is gonna happen to you if they find out that we're together. Right? Um, but if, that's only to him. Yes. Like, his career wouldn't be ruined. But Kang Gina ends up getting kicked out of her girl group. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah,
0: based off of her dating scandal, um, I don't know. Something about something about Kang Gina reminds me a little bit of. Um, Sully in the sense of like Mm. she left the group she wanted to leave Um, um, I'm not sure what's going to happen to her in the next part of the story but the spiraling the life spiraling out of control and getting drunk in public situation that occurred later in the story um, something about that is a little bit um, foreshadowy to me so I really Mm. want to see what happens with her for sure
1: So, so another big theme uh, in this book was just rivalry in general. Um, Rivalry within the company between trainees, between girl group members. uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. What did you think of all of the rivalry that was portrayed?
0: I think a lot of it is like, Is it forged by the companies? Yes, but it's also maintained by the trainees and the members. Not Mm -hmm. at any point. There's no point in this book did anybody ever really try to speak to Rachel and ask her and see her point of view. And she didn't really do that with the other ladies. Um, Maybe there was this one point due to some unfortunate circumstance, her and Mina had a little heart to heart about their troubles but even then it was about their problems outside of each other not why do you, why don't you like me what is your yeah w- what's your deal you know it wasn't mm-hmm. no one confronted the issue head on and that was my biggest thing yeah you know i, th- I think
1: yeah i think i'm a, i love pop groups yeah. like you guys will know as we keep making videos that yeah. i love every pop group like pretty much <laughs> ever that ever existed and so i in the in a as a fan mm-hmm. as a you know our fantasy is that these groups are all best friends right
0: and the chemistry is there and
1: yeah and that they all love each other and they support each other and and they don't care if they if one of them gets sing lead and they don't care if that yeah, one gets yeah. this solo opportunity they are supportive of their group members <laughs> right. of course that's not the reality right, right. um most groups you know, a lot of them break up because they don't get along, and there's often a lot of drama with who gets to sing lead, and who yes. gets to dance lead, and, yes. and who gets to this opportunity, or whatever. Um, and I think it's natural to have rivalry in any group, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, especially if you're fi- – the thing is, with, with the way these agencies are built, you're co- it's a competition, and then suddenly you get put in a group with these people, and it's no longer, and, and it shouldn't really be a competition anymore, right? Like right. you should be a team now,
0: right? But they're so but conditioned, then, uh,
1: right? Ugh. They're conditioned to stand out. Like I've been, wa- I was watching the latest Mnet Island, like that big hits boy band competition show, and I was saying the same thing. I was like, these boys are being ranked mm-hmm. and, and trying to outdo each other. Yes. But at the same time, are trying to forge a bond together because they know that the majority of them are going to be in a group together eventually. So that dynamic is so weird. And especially for these young kids to be trying to, just to maintain your mental health just through that is crazy. And and so what I think what this shows and what I've learned because a lot of my favorite pop groups from like the 2000s and stuff have since reunited. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest lesson is, you need to have open communication yes and you also you need someone to watch out for your mental health like you need to have someone watching if two team members aren't getting along someone needs to to quash that and and so and this just proves that too Mm -hmm. what What happened happened. in this book and so i think it was very realistic you know to Mm -hmm. have these rivalries between these trainees um I like. I said, I I hope Jessica didn't experience had some good moments, you know, yeah, with some, the rest of the yeah, generation. At least, at least. Um, but there should be some, like you said, a push and pull between teamwork and also like what's best for you. Um, and so I hope that dynamic kind of comes through more as she as we see her in in the group. For sure, um,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that also ties into um the other theme, which contradicts the 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 concept that we're talking about, maybe teamwork should be more Mm -hmm. important is that belonging Mm -hmm. and standing out. She was thinking Mm -hmm. shine. The story is literally, the book is called shine and she wants to shine, Mm -hmm. but how do you shine in a group without making people feel bad? I noticed that in the book, she mentioned that being Asian was almost like a, not what's the word for it. It filed her into a category of just, unremarkable. It filed her in a, a category of just like everyone else. You know, she yeah. She mentioned that while she was, you know, Rachel, she mentioned that yeah. while she was in elementary school, um, she suffered an injury, a little small injury from a bee sting, and somebody, another Asian child's mother was called. You know, yeah. that was crazy. You know, that kind of added a little bit more depth to, Ra- to Rachel. This is why you want to debut you want to be seen and that almost made her likable there I was like wow that's
1: yeah I I think actually yeah what I what i most related to um, Mm -hmm. was this kind of cultural issue that Mm -hmm. both her and Jason kind of spoke about a lot Mm -hmm. being an Asian American um, and not feeling like you totally belong in America or Canada Mm -hmm. in Jason's case but then also going to like Korea and you know, and and then not feeling like she belonged there. Like I had a very similar Mm. experience growing up. Um and and so I liked Mm. that dynamic. I I think it I think that's a very realistic um Mm. experience for people. Yes. Um but I also I don't know. I I just don't know there's still just something about (laughs) it that just felt very forced the way it was written. Um Uh, like she it just didn't feel too authentic. Like yeah, um, but I get what she was going for.
0: <laughs> exactly, I understand it, and that's what kind of made her, Rachel's, when I say her, that's what made her yeah. more, I guess, relatable, because up until yeah, this yeah. point, what can I relate to? You went to, a, I mean, I went, I went to a private school as well, but I wasn't oblivious to my privilege. She seems absolutely yeah. just like, yeah, I go to this really nice school, but it's really hard for me because my family, everything was, yeah, but, for
1: her. Right. There didn't seem to be any of her trying to understand the point of view of of the of the other trainees of what she looked like, of what it does look like. It does not look great, you know, that you yeah. get to go to this bougie school when the others don't. Yes. Um and, and so yeah, it I don't know. I think <laughs> I think that aspect could have been dealt with better, but oh, yeah. I appreciate her talking about that experience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: with all that being said once you get past the the issue of the sexism and you get past or maybe you figure out how to deal with the rivalries and and you debut that's another theme, like the bittersweet quality of the industry like yeah i'm a star Mm -hmm. i'm amazing now like i've made i made my point to make it into this group i'm in this group what now Mm
1: mm-hmm
0: You know, so I think um, it's really interesting how far she was willing to go, how far she went. Um, And when she got it, I felt like there was no great deal of excitement or am I mistaken? I feel like she wasn't exactly like, yes, I'm so happy I made it. It's just more like I'm in the middle now. I'm going to show them that I deserve (laughs) to
1: be here this
0: debut wasn't even a happy moment for her. So she couldn't really.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. One, one thing that stood out to me when she, when, when Rachel was on the promo trip with Jason and uh, Mina, she had a moment where she, she said something like where she felt she was being, she was just like, this is the K-pop like way. Like she was just being forced to just do everything despite her being super tired. And she was just like, I'm not excited by any of this because I'm just being forced to do it. Um, Which I think is unfortunately the experience of a lot of K-pop stars. Yes. Because their, their schedules are just absolutely insane. And they really don't have any choice in what they do. It's it's kind of just like okay, you're performing on this show, then you're performing on this show, yeah. and then you're gonna film this variety show, and then you're gonna film this interview, and then you have to do this photo shoot, and then you have another performance. Like, right. and it's just constant. They don't get days off, right? You hear about these people not getting to see their families for years.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Once you debut, you have to maintain that star quality. Yeah. You have to keep that light on at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think
1: and, and also just the most tea that was really spilt in this book was <laughs> just some revelation uh, of some of the training practices. Yes. Uh, you know, um she talks about how these kids would have to fight to book rooms, you know, to train and they would literally train till they literally can't get up. Yeah. They she talks she she talks about some girl like doing a a squat like against the wall. Yes. And singing while someone was like punching her stomach. Um right. You know, so it's crazy what these people go through. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. And it's very abusive. So, I don't know why it's accepted, mm-hmm. honestly. I, um, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but there was a girl group, um, uh, Fanatics. Um, there was an mm-hmm. issue where the cameraman, who was alleged, alleged to be the CEO, slapped one of the members because she yes, was trying to cover other members' legs. Yes, because he, but apparently he has a habit of when they're doing V lives or type of streaming, he films their legs constantly. They're wearing skirts; yeah. there's no problem. Let's lower the camera. So between the exploitation and the physical abuse, um, a lot of these companies get away with with mild torture of sorts
1: there's a lot of sketchy stuff that happens. You know, yeah. I, um, I, this isn't the Korean industry, but I know a lot of, I know some people in like the Chinese, like mm-hmm. the Canto pop industry. Um, and I've definitely heard some stories of things that some of these artists are, are forced to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's kind of scary. And I, you know, we've, we've seen glimpses of, of all the drama, you know, all the crazy stuff right. that happens. Right. Um, but but... All, a lot of it is still very secret. Um, yes for sure it's it's kind of scary like I I was even listening to um I forget one of the boys members was on Eric Nam's podcast show was it
0: Kevin or Eric
1: I don't remember Ah. which one it was um but he even mentioned he was like good thing I didn't go to a sketchy k-pop company like mine's a legit one like I was (laughs) was like like, oh I was like oh "Oh." (laughs) yikes Um, but it's true yeah it's true. Yeah,
0: I think what's interesting about this whole the seedy underbelly, the seedy underbelly Ooh. of the K-pop industry is that this kind of formula was frowned upon in like the '90s here in America. Oh, Britney Spears is too crafted. Oh, Instinct—they're too. Yeah. Uh, but yet, the foreign fans accept this kind of creation and curation of these groups mm. without a second thought. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Yes, they are and they're very talented. But do not forget that they have probably gone through these kind of things and by um accepting it and not saying anything, we are reinforcing and allowing that to happen we're reinforcing it the fans are trying more now to say don't do that boycott fire this yeah. person they they really are trying but yeah. i don't know what it's going to take to change that
1: well unfortunately the k-pop industry is just getting bigger and bigger and For obviously sure. what they've been doing is working so it's it has a long way to go yeah. i think yeah well so the other side of, of the bittersweet industry though is that's mentioned in the book is the not being able to be your authentic self. So like yeah. Jason, one of his reasons for wanting to go solo is because he's been writing music and it's not right for the group. Yes. And the only way he will be able to express himself, the real se- his real self is to go solo. Um, but then he has to go through this whole exercise to like, you know, release a solo song.
0: Yeah. So what do
1: you think about that aspect of the industry and how it was portrayed in this book?
0: Um, That is pretty accurate. Um, yeah. Like we discussed in our Blackpink um, review, they don't get a chance to write. And it's like you have someone who can play the guitar who probably has song written before. Mm-hmm. Um, song written. Have wrote songs before. <laughs> Rose can write songs. She can do that. But you don't give her the opportunity, especially in girl groups. You don't see it done very often where um the girls have a hand in anything. Um, yeah. It's more. Pro- it's a little bit more prominent in guy groups. You can see them, like you know, with Seventeen. They are a self-produced group. That is their biggest selling point: is that they do everything themselves. They choreograph mm-hmm. themselves. They they have a hand in everything. And um, yeah. I think that is K-pop's biggest, biggest, biggest flaw in comparison to American soloists, American groups, um, even just not even American, just Western pop. Yeah, there is mm-hmm. more artistic integrity more artistic freedom and i'm not saying that the k-pop idols don't want to do this but um it's just different and that i think is their biggest flaw and i wish they would allow the idols to write more and contribute more for sure
1: yeah i mean i think so having worked at a record label now i i've seen artists be forced to release songs that they don't (laughs) don't want to um and it, it's it is just kind of it is an interesting line, right? You you mentioned Britney and in kind of that whole era, mm-hmm. she didn't write any of those songs in the beginning. Like she said now she doesn't like some of those songs, you know, right. that she did. Um but it made her where it made her who she is, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like this weird line of you're trusting this company yes. to do what's best for your career and get you up there. But then there's a what you then have to then maintain is you also want to keep them happy, right? So it's yeah. like you have to start giving them some creative freedom and, and start, you know, letting them explore that part of themselves once sure. they do get to a point, you know, to a bigger point. So it definitely is a fine line. I understand it from a business point of view. Um yeah why you can't just you know have your art because they what if they write a super crap song you know like you do need to bring experts in to to flesh you know to give them better material but yeah it definitely is a fine line between kind of help having an artist develop their own skills versus kind of making them the most successful they can be yes but yeah, you know, it's good. I I I want some fans who maybe don't know as much about the industry, you know, maybe their eyes will be opened by this book. You know, it's yeah. good that Jessica is is kind of putting this out. Yes as unfiltered as she can without, right. you know, a lawsuit. Yes, um, <laughs>
0: defamation is sure. Yeah. <laughs> know, mm, don't wanna do that. But uh But yeah, I think overall, um she was able to at least have Rachel Go through all of these things, even though it felt a little powerpointy and not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like a fully realized story with proper Arc. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, like I said, it was a little powerpointish at points. Yeah. But um she was able to work in the real the true main theme, the true just idea, which is to shine, which is to follow your dreams, which is to yeah. persevere through whatever adversity is thrown in your way so i do respect yeah. that part of it she was able to kind of wrap it all up in a very shiny golden bow yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah i think like we were saying rachel wasn't the most likable <laughs> right. uh main character but like we said this industry is kind of shady so yeah. like you do what you need to do to get there yeah. and then let's see how she does she's gonna she's now officially debuted so i'm you know yeah, let's see what happens next. Right, right. For sure.
0: Exactly. So yeah, what do you what do you think overall about this book? I think we kind of touched on how we feel. But um,
1: yeah,
0: anything um... else you think you might add? <laughs>
1: I think okay so i think overall like we've been saying it wasn't the most fleshed out book like the the whole plot was very predictable there's yeah. no like crazy plot twists you know no gasps came for me it was more just kind of eye rolls but at the end of the day i'm not i'm also not the um target, target audience, audience yeah. right <laughs> yeah and so honestly let's just it only took me two days to read this thing or two or three days to read this thing right like, right as a k-pop fan as a fan of snsd as as a person who works in the music industry Mm -hmm. i had fun like it was an enjoy you know like it was a it was an easy read um i wish you know i wish there was some more juiciness in it um Mm -hmm. hopefully that comes with the next one right um because i feel like any casual k-pop fan who has at least listened to a couple interviews from people could probably this you know like it wasn't like any like crazy you know anything was was revealed um about the industry so I wish there was a little bit more of that Mm -hmm. um but you know at the end of the day I had fun yeah (laughs) what did you think it was fun
0: (laughs) um like I said there was certain parts of this book like I like cheese and romance sometimes so I appreciate some of the cheese but it was a little bit predictable um Mm. not bad for a first little effort but like I said it is just undoubtedly mm, mediocre, like fantastically mediocre. Um, (laughs) So it has potential um, Mm -hmm. to get better. I believe I feel like now that she can really, now that everything is out, she can get the feedback Mm -hmm. that she needs to properly develop the story. Yes. And um, I'm excited to see what she does with a lot of the open ended issues that were left at the end of the book so Mm -hmm. you know not only did she debut but who are these girls um you know your father's offered a job what will happen with that job your sister the water chestnut is gullible and
1: (laughs) has doesn't seem to have any dreams of her own either like she's just like oh i guess i'm at the age to debut at a k-pop star i I guess i should i guess i should like join it too like right
0: okay what trouble yeah. will she get into with Mina mm. or as a trainee? Um, right. You know, so I want to see what happens. I want to know what happened to the Japanese friend. <laughs> yeah. That poor girl. Yeah. She's like, I was here <laughs> for like two seconds. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Like, it's just uh, like.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to get a love triangle. Oh, yeah. it's going to be some new boy. Yes. yes.
0: Jason, yeah. got to say bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jason. But watch her end up picking yeah. Jason. Watch her watch it
1: i have to say though like you mentioned in the beginning there is a tv show or movie adaptation in process in development yeah um i almost think this will work better as that as a series um, yeah i guess yeah, so. rather than a book series um so i'm excited yeah. i mean i am all for asian representation on mainstream western tv mm-hmm. um so i'm excited to see what they do with it hopefully the songs are good yes um and they get some cool really good talent yes um, yeah so I'm excited for that
0: yeah me too I hope she gets a chance to um really see you, you know kind of just uh, exploit this in every avenue that she could possibly yeah uh, music movie mm-hmm. whatever she needs to do I hope she gets every last drop of success from it and every last scent that she can get because like I said yeah, in the beginning I mean... she's been here yeah, you know, so let her get her flowers now.
1: Yeah, I mean the book seems to be doing well, um, from what I've seen. So yeah, good job, Jessica. Like, let's see what you got next. You can only go, you know, if it's your first book. Yeah. You know,
0: if no. you're at rock bottom, can it only go up from <laughs>
1: here. <laughs> no, yeah, like you know, it's a yeah, skill. Like she, she'll improve, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm curious enough to kind of keep going in the series for, for sure. To see yeah. What happens to Rachel next? Okay, Rachel.
0: Okay, Jessica. Yeah. Well, I mean, let us know what your thoughts are in the comments below. If you're a K-pop fan, did you find anything about this to be shocking or was it pretty much Mm. what you expected? And if you're not a K-pop fan, were you enlightened to the culture of the K-pop industry or not? Yeah, Let us know down in the comments. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Until next time, that's Chris.
1: That's Sam.
0: And we are CCTV. Bye.
1: (laughs) Bye. (laughs)